my brothers and sisters in Christ, in this Sunday's Gospel, we come across one of the more difficult teachings of Jesus. The Lord be with you. A reading from the Holy Gospel according to Mark. The Pharisees approached Jesus and asked, Is it lawful for a husband to divorce his wife? They were testing him. He said to them in reply, What did Moses command you? They replied, Moses permitted a husband to write a bill of divorce and dismiss her. But Jesus told them, Because of the hardness of your hearts, he wrote you this commandment. But from the beginning of creation, God made them male and female. For this reason, a man shall leave his father and mother and be joined to his wife, and the two shall become one flesh. So they are no longer two, but one flesh. Therefore, what God has joined together, no human being must separate. In the house, the disciples again questioned Jesus about this. He said to them, Whoever divorces his wife and marries another commits adultery against her. And if she divorces her husband and marries another, she commits adultery. The Gospel of the Lord. When I first read this Gospel passage, my mind drifted to an old Rodney Dangerfield comedy skit. When he turned to the audience and said, My wife tells me she's leaving me. To which I responded, What, is there somebody else? She said, There's gotta be. When confronted with hard teachings from Jesus, it's always helpful to start with a little humor. Is there somebody else? There's gotta be. But the Pharisees had a knack for asking Jesus questions for which there was no good answer. They were always rooted in the controversial topics of his day. Teacher, if a woman marries seven different brothers, whose wife will she be in the resurrection? Teacher, should we pay our taxes to the emperor? And today, teacher, is it lawful for a man to divorce his wife? If Jesus were living in 21st century America, the Pharisees might ask, Teacher, are you a Democrat? Are you a Republican? Teacher, what is your stance on immigration? What is your stance on COVID, the vaccine, the Second Amendment? Any answer Jesus gives will get him into trouble with someone. Today's gospel is no exception. Ultimately, what the Pharisees are doing is pitting Jesus against two different sides. God's perfect dream for humanity versus the reality we all live in, a post-Garden of Eden, imperfect world, a world we all call home. 
I remember being 10 years old sitting on my living room couch after school, trying to process the sudden and surprising truth that my own parents were getting divorced. That taught me a tough lesson. Nobody's perfect. Not even the adults I idealized most, my parents. But no one lives up to God's ideals in every facet of life. We all fall short somewhere. Divorce is only one example. Perhaps the best approach, then, is to honor both sides, to embrace God's dream for us while also acknowledging the fact that in spite of our best efforts, we're all still imperfect. We're all broken somewhere and need to be put back together. The Japanese have a fascinating art form called kintsugi. When a dish breaks, for example, they don't just throw it away and buy another one. They piece the dish back together using glue mixed with gold. They say that breakage and repair are all part of the history of that object. The focus is not on why the object broke, but on the fact that it was restored. I find that to be a beautiful way to understand Christianity and the difference that God can make in our lives. Like a little broken bowl, haven't we all been cracked beneath the surface somewhere? Whether our marriage has ended in heartbreak or we're overcome by addiction, or we struggle with loneliness or low self-esteem, or we feel the pain of loss, life does have a way of breaking us. But broken hearts, and by extension, broken lives, can be restored. It's what our faith is all about. For I did not come to call the righteous, Jesus says, but sinners, the broken ones, the ones who understand their need for God's mercy. So where are the cracks in our moral or spiritual lives? In what ways are we broken? Or better said, in what ways do we need to be restored? Pharisees had a knack for asking Jesus questions for which there was no good answer. Their mission, it seems, was to box Jesus into a corner. Because of their hardness of heart, God could not do any good for them. But we who see Jesus as the divine healer can be put back together. Those marks of gold and glue become part of our story. And I'm sure a very beautiful one at that.